0: Yo. Ba-da-da. Yo. 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 yo, 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 yo. You tired of losing? will not you jump on the bandwagon? Uh, check, uh. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock listening why don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon i bet you think your team on top but now we're hot and got this gear on lock listening why don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon come on jump on a squad you can't front on you know we in the building when the theme song come on riding with the Captain Brother J Pragmatic, the mastermind behind it, so you know we gotta have it. Young toast to do it for the people, keep the show flowing, plus some catchy little jingles, put it all together, it's a hit, we ain't bragging, everybody and they mama jumping on the bandwagon. Um. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock, listen why? Don't be like they on the I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock, listening wise. Don't be lollygagging while they're jumping on the
1: bandwagon. What's going on with your world, it's the homie Jay Pragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man, hit that bell, subscribe right now, so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio, where I myself, Jay Prag, sits down with artists across the globe. Give them a chance to open up about their music, their personal life, and of course, you know we gotta drop that new heat before the end of the show. Got a special guest on the phone lines today, hailing all the way from Lakeside, California, Got my man Ryan Willis on the phone lines. Ryan, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, man? I am good, bro. Good. Pleasure to have you on today. Um, I got a it's chance. Good being here. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a a while. We we talked a little bit off air, um, and I do appreciate you once again working with me, man. I got a lot of good uh, feedback here about the music. I had a chance to check out the song Old Friend. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to let you introduce it a little later on in the show, of course. And then I'm going to give you some feedback of just what I think about the record myself as a fan of music, if that's okay, brother. Oh, dude,
2: that is... Line. I love that. Okay. All right. Cool.
1: So, before we get into all of that, let's talk to my listeners a little bit. Talk to us about, Um, are you originally from Lakeside, California?
2: Um, I mean, I'm originally, like, you know, born in San Diego in, like, um, what is it, Grossmont, like, the Grossmont Hospital, and, you know, i moved around a lot, so, I mean, I really don't have, like, an original place I'm from, other than, you know, being born from San Diego.
1: Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah moving around a little bit then yeah okay all right so now with that moving around i'm sure you got a lot of different uh you know influences from different cultures different uh music even if you will um let's talk a little bit about the old friend record as in what was the purpose for the song in your mind as the artist so you
2: know basically um i was oh my gosh it it was basically about a um you know a toxic fake friendship that you know developed and um, I I literally I found out that she I mean this person was you know talking about me behind my back and um, so I was really really angry and you know being lied to manipulated and so I coincidentally my phone was dead I didn't even have a car. And so I literally picked up my notebook and pen and I just like took all my anger out on this piece of paper with it, the ending result being the song, old friend. Mm. And, uh, so yeah, it's just basically about, you know, people who you think are like your best friends that basically just stab you in the back, you know?
1: Right. Right. Now, do you normally write from life experiences?
2: Yes, I do. Um, yes. I, I love, like, the whole storytelling thing. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I definitely caught that in this song, old friend. I, I caught the storytelling part. Um, great. They're yeah. writing on this record. Um, so n- let me ask you this question from the listener's side. Wh- what emotions were you trying to pull out of the listener with this record? Um, just, you
2: know, sadness. <laughs> sadness, um... Being alone, I want I want people to actually use my music therapy. You know, it's like whenever I listen to like a song or something, and I sing the lyrics out, it's like I'm basically like, like the song is talking to me, and I'm I'm like as I'm singing the lyrics, it feels like I'm shouting my life experiences that, that this song relates to me with, and it's basically like therapy. And I just want that to connect with people you know I I just want to help people I want to you know help them through whatever it is they're going through uh with this case being you know being betrayed and stuff I know we've all you know been betrayed by someone we love and um yeah I just I just want to you know be able to provide the comfort that's needed for people Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm
1: you're right that is needed and one thing that i i love you know just being a fan of music is the connection between the artist and the lyrics and the listener you know Mm -hmm. that's definitely big that connection is is like no other you know yes yeah now did you produce this song i know you're a writer and producer and singer so did you actually produce this record
2: yes i did okay i uh... Yeah, I um I actually recorded, produced and wrote it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did all that. And then um I had a a man named Arthur Andrikovs mix and master it. Oh, he, he was the best. He basically like I don't know what it is that he did with the mixing and mastering. Mm-hmm. I already had it like mostly already eq'd and mixed like to what i wanted i just needed him to do like levels and stuff like that and mm-hmm. master it and dude he just shaped the sound that this song became
1: right <laughs> no it definitely has a big sound about it i can definitely tell that it was a professional mixing on this record
2: yeah thank you <laughs>
1: yeah um now we, talking about you know embracing the happiness and the heartbreak. Um, how does one embrace the happiness and heartbreak? Explain that to our listeners.
2: Um, take, take your happiness and heartbreak and, I don't know, just embrace it. That I mean, that basically will shape who you are, you know? Um, whatever you've been through, that happened to you for a reason, you know? And it basically like with life, you know, it teaches us lessons, you know, and we just learn from them. And Mm. what I've learned to do is embrace that stuff. Mm. And it, it basically, you know, I mean, it'll happen, it'll happen. So you got to just embrace it, to be honest. It's like, I don't know how to explain.
1: It's really, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Right. I mean, like you just said, I mean, that, that going through things does mold you. It does shape you. Um, So, you know, that's a big deal. When Again, the connection that one can have off of somebody's lyrics and off of somebody's, uh, I guess you could even say off of their, uh, lifestyle. If that's the lifestyle you're choosing, which is to, you know, growth, taking the good with the bad and learning from it, those experiences. Yes. Yes. Now, what type of toxic issues have you experienced with past friends? Uh, you you explained this particular record, but talk to our listeners a little bit about some other things that you might have experienced that kind of led you to feel you the way you do it uh, to to start expressing it on records.
2: um let's see i manipulation is one of them i mean i've I used to be very easily manipulated in okay. the past, but um now i'm I've really like just. I've learned to seek out those patterns and I'm just like boom I know I'm about to be I'm I'm being I'm, tr- I'm being attempted to be manipulated or something like that and it'll click gotcha. in my head and I'll be like no I'm not letting this happen
1: um, <laughs> yeah. you know so what I'm you're like, looking no for idea. now You, I'm you like get the hell out of here right so you, you <laughs> essentially then, know what you're looking for now in other words
2: oh yeah in friendships just literally like realness you know people who will be there for you and you know i mean i i love to do that for my friends as well i i love to be there for them and i love to help them through whatever they're going through and you know i i expect like you know well i don't really expect the same but you know i just love to help you know Mm. if even if it's my best friends you know and um yeah, something
1: like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, talk to us a little bit. What, to what do you attribute your style to? And, and how did you find the sound? Um, I don't
2: know. Uh, let's see. So, like, how I began starting out?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So, this is uh, this kind of crazy. It um, was this girl named Angel. Um, like back in 2017 I um I was living up in uh Hemet with uh, my dad and my brother and um I met some I met a really good friend and he was oh my gosh this guy was so selfless mm-hmm. his name was Parker and uh he had a friend and her name was Angel and I saw that she was doing a bunch of covers on youtube and stuff like that and i don't know what it was but like this was after a really bad breakup for me and um like this girl i don't know what it was like she made me want to try singing out Mm. and so i started to you know start singing i started to and um then i got a good like a $50 guitar from one of my, um, old friends. And then I just started playing with that. And I always thought that, you know, the combination of just bare vocals and a guitar was so beautiful. I was like, Oh my gosh, there it's, I don't know what it was. It was so nice. It was just amazing. And, um, you know, and then I started, you know, seeking out, bigger artists and looking at you know bigger people and like Sam Smith yeah. Ed Sheeran like a bunch of those big dudes that like I don't know I just really started singing a bunch mm-hmm. and it basically just molded the way you know mm-hmm. okay
1: now- before we go any further, I'm going to give you a little feedback on what I thought of the record. Um, like I said, as a fan of music myself, I like to give all yeah. this feedback too. Um, I thought it was a dope record overall, the vibe. I, I love the modern pop vibe with the record. Uh, very relevant content. We, we talked about that. Um, I, I, I dig yeah. the storytelling aspect. We talked about that as well, but I definitely picked up on the storytelling aspect. I could tell that that's something you're big on. Um, yeah. Great subject matter with this record. Uh, something that's relatable. Um, nice production. Uh, it definitely matches the the, the 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 vocals, like the quality yeah. and the, like we just said, the mixing and mastering was was dope. You know, he definitely <laughs> yeah. helped take it to that next level. I, I I don't know what it sounded like before you sent it to him, but it definitely sounds oh like my. it took it to another level. <laughs>
2: Gosh, I tried I tried mixing and mastering out. I tried I actually submitted um my song "Old Friend." To the um, international songwriting competition, okay, and I got placed in like the uh, I don't know. Um, they eliminate. They only had like I got to like the next round or something, and there was like nine thousand people left out of twenty five thousand, and that was just that was the unmixed and mastered version. I was like, no, I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot that I even set this in. Um, <laughs> I was like, a
1: forgot year all ago. about it, huh? <laughs> So, yeah. No, nah, but a lot of good things going on with the record. Uh, I definitely can hear this. You know, it, it's a, it has that mainstream sound. Um, it has an overall good energy about the record. Um, a lot of good things going on with it. I, it has potential, definitely.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate that so much, you know. And all I want to do is just, you know, help people. That's it. I've always wanted to growing up. And I found that I can, you know, do that through music after, you know, seeing what people have told me about like what my music does for them. And I was just like, so shocked because I didn't have that type of, I didn't think I had that type of influence, but when someone actually messaged me and told me that it helped them get through a hard time, I was just like, Oh my God, it really hit me at that point. made me really want to do it even more. Right. Right. Okay.
1: Now from an artist, from an artist standpoint, the, the creative standpoint, what do you appreciate most about the writing process?
2: Um, so I actually really like, I don't know. I hate like the, I hate the writing aspect. I hate having to go into it.
4: Oh, but wow. When start,
2: <laughs> but when I actually start what cause a lot of the times I get stuck, but when I'm at that point where I'm literally flowing, it feels freaking amazing and
1: yeah. <laughs> so you're not necessarily a big fan of the writing part as much as what the creative and the I guess yes. performance part?
2: Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. But once once you know I get that whole writing aspect down, I'm like I feel so accomplished after it. Right. Um but um yeah, I mean the writing part for me is like, the hardest. I mean, for a lot of people, it's easy. For, for a lot of people, it's hard.
1: But for me, it's hard. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, some artists fall in love with different aspects of being artists and being creative. So that's why exactly, I like to ask yeah. that question anyway. Yeah. Now, who are some of those artists that, that kind of inspired you, that you looked up to or that you were listening to coming up, that, that made you want to, you know get involved in artistry or at least made you take the music and the craft serious enough that you wanted to follow this, this path.
2: I'd say like the top person, top, top was actually Ed Sheeran.
1: Okay. You did (laughs) mention uh, Ed.
2: Mm And then uh, you got Sam Smith, Mm -hmm. John Legend, Justin Bieber. Okay. those people really, I was just listening to them so much, and those people really shaped it for me Okay at the time.
1: Now, who are some people that deserve some shout-outs or mentions, acknowledgement, if you will, for their help or support on the latest project and
2: single? Oh, definitely Eric Stevenson. Eric Stevenson, he, he, he was the director for, and cinematographer and editor for the music video and okay. um oh my god he he did a fantastic job. I mean he uh, I just I gotta kiss his butt right now.
1: <laughs> <you> know, <it's, laughs> and um you also
2: got I also got uh Arthur and Drikows, mm-hmm. of course. Um let's see, who else? That's about it, honestly. Cool. Cool. I mean it was a very it was a very small group of people, you know. Okay. Eric helped me out. Eric helped me out with the um, photo shoot, the um, the cover art, um, and the directing, cinematography, and editing of the whole project. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if it wasn't for him, out I wouldn't have the music video. I wouldn't have the cover art. Like I wouldn't have anything as perfect as I wanted it to be, you know. All right. So he was a very important influence on this. Okay.
1: Now I'm talking about the video and the visuals. Uh, what, I, you know, I got to check out the video, of course, too, but talk to our listeners about what they can expect from the visuals.
2: So it's, um, I mean, the song is about being stabbed in the back and the visuals are basically me having a, uh, a backstab wound in mm-hmm. my back and walking through the desert. Um very, very, like, dead-looking. Like, mm-hmm. I'm about to, you know, die. <laughs> fall over, right? Yeah, I fall over in the end <laughs> from that old friend stabbing me in the back. Right. <laughs> and And, um, yeah, I mean, that's about it. I mean, you mostly have to literally listen to those lyrics because, I mean, those are the things that hit hard in that video. I mean, especially with the visuals and everything. But, I mean, everything together just puts out the biggest image, you know? Right.
1: Okay. Um, Now, what does a recording process look like with you, Ron?
2: So, I will set up my mic, and um, I'll do a bunch of pre... What is it? Pre-leveling, stuff like that. And um, I'll base it. So, the way I did the guitar... I put, like, this uh, chorus pedal in my production program and made it sound like how it does. Okay. It was really weird. I mean, I can pull up the project right now, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if we have time.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, so you use the pedal to, to create yeah, that? It,
2: yeah, it was in the program, though. It okay. was an actual physical pro, uh, pedal, but Got it was you. actually in the program, yeah. It, I use FL Studio.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. A lot of... Yeah, a lot of, you know, pros
2: use, like, freaking uh, Pro Tools or Logic and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I'm over here using FL Studio because I'm most comfortable with that. And mm-hmm. I think I'll be using that for a very, very long time. Cool. Hey, <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Whatever's comfortable for you, especially while you're if you're recording yourself, I, I think that does make sense. Just yeah,
2: re- yeah, yeah.
1: Finding what you're comfortable working with, tool-wise. Yes, yeah. sure. Now, yeah, man. let me ask you this—the more of a personal question. I mean, it's, it's on, is pertaining to the artist side, but can be a little personal. How, do you have any fears when it comes to performing or recording at all? Like, are there any fears as an artist? Um,
2: I, not so much recording because you know I'm by myself, but I, I have like really bad anxiety, and I like I start getting like tremors, okay. like so like when i'm in front of a crowd um trying to perform or something like that when i was at my old gig, um i start shaking and it's hard for me to you know like actually sing the way i would want to mm-hmm. so i don't know i the way i have to do it is like get really comfortable there you know interact with the with the people there and then go from there it's really Oh, yeah. It's really hard. I do get very nervous. Mm. I, I don't even care if I put that out there. I do get nervous. <laughs> hey, <that's, laughs> I'm not going to
1: be like, oh, man, I don't get
2: nervous.
1: Mm. <laughs> no, I do. I, yeah. You owning your truth, brother. in nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, from an artist standpoint, you being a creative yourself, how do you feel about the temperature of today's music and artistry? Like, or, how do you feel about it as an artist yourself? Are you digging what's going on and what you're seeing and um, hearing? I love it. I love
2: it. Because, listen, like, the things that Billie Eilish, um, oh, Phineas, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, I listen I listen to so many things, like Ian Dior, um, Juice World. Okay. I love everything everything um but yeah the things that billy eilish is doing and uh who else oh my gosh my memory is so bad i need to one second right, you like, and then you got trippy red's new new song the okay. rage okay. that was so sick
3: right.
1: <laughs> so needless to say i guess you are digging the different genres of of, of talents that are coming out and that are art right now the Oh yeah. Now Billy yeah. Billy's definitely doing her thing. Like every oh, yeah. every she's interview I'm doing nowadays Billy name comes up.
2: Yes, dude, it's because like I don't know, she's changed the music industry in a way that a lot of people are starting to go that direction. So basically the music industry is going that direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's a crazy thing. That's that's what a influencer that size can do they can literally change the world and like i just think that's amazing and that that's something i want to do i want to change the world if i i want like i want to give as much money to charities i want to donate to like depression societies and stuff like that and i just want to do so much for the world because i just feel like you know there's so much that's needed
1: out there so that's good to know that you already got a give back uh i normally ask artists that during my interviews with them too like do you have any community events or community relations projects you working on anything any give back to the community type of uh you know organizations or groups or situations that you want to create uh or start in your local community even um, that people can follow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's dope that you already have that, that concept in mind.
2: Yeah. If there's like, I don't know if there is one, but like a community with all mental health issues, like, because all of them, they all matter just as equally, you know? And I think, I think the whole world needs to, you know, unite with that and it's so hard for me to put things
1: into words but i think you get the gist of what i'm saying no definitely definitely (laughs) you you want to give back you have a plan to actually help the other other people around you not it's not just about you
2: yes yes exactly i'm 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 mostly like that i i mean i'd rather see someone else happy than myself Hmm.
1: So in other words you, you would you say that you're kind of using the music and your artistry to kind of build that platform and build that fan base to be able to help is that safe yes. to say?
2: Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly that. Okay.
1: Now well, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> So I I think that's a great way to segue into the next question. What's your ultimate goal in the music industry? I think you kind of briefly touched on it, but from the artistry side, what's 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 one of your ultimate goals? Music as a music artist. What do you want to see accomplished?
2: So, um, I want to I want to buy a big house, put my family in there, have them not work anymore at all live have them live their rent free do whatever they want have fun with their life live it free and then I want to take money and just give back you know to charities like cancer um Alzheimer's like all like a bunch like all of those you know that's what I wanted to, if I am like filthy rich, I want to literally just donate to all of those, cool. like as much as I can. Um, but success wise, I'd love to just help people, you know, mm. that's literally why I'm making music at this point. So at least help one person, you know, mm. help someone know that they're not alone.
1: Talking to my man, Ryan Willis, right now on the phone lines, Lakeside, California. A couple more questions, bro, before I let you introduce the song. So um, what's one of those most important things? If you had a list right now, what are some of those top tier things on that list when it comes to releasing your music and your projects? What are those top things that you want to see done or happen? Like, um, let's
2: see. Like what do you mean exactly?
1: Sorry. Like, no, you're fine. When it comes to like putting out your music and your projects, are there things that you like you want it done this way or you feel like it needs to look this way, sound this way? Like what are those some of those key elements when it comes to releasing your projects that you wanna know that these things are the way you want them. You know what I'm saying?
2: Oh, yeah. Vision.
1: Okay, Vision. okay, like, okay. I
2: love I love symbolism so much. Okay. I love it so much symbolism was where it's at it needs to have symbolism because it's like if someone discover if someone like discovers that symbolism and like so they'll be like oh i know exactly what that means it all links up you know it's like one crazy cool thing
1: Mm -hmm. Dope, dope okay now how can our listeners uh find that music video so that they can check out the music video, I want them to be able to make sure that they can find it. What's your uh, YouTube and everything? Go ahead, and give out your social media for our listeners.
2: Oh, for sure. Um, so my YouTube is um Ryan Willis. You can literally just search it up, and I'll be right there. Okay. Um, the yeah, the music video is uh, it's Ryan Willis old friend official video. Um, my Instagram is Ryan Willis official, and um, I basically you know I post inspirational stuff i i love to you know make someone's day mm-hmm. and so if you're looking for stuff to get you out of bed and help you out for the day um if you need that extra boost i'm always there for you um and then i don't really use my twitter that much um but it is ryan underscore 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 willis okay. <laughs> and then um, uh, yeah, know my facebook is facebook.com backslash ryan willis official and that is the uh page and then you can find my song on spotify apple music and itunes and any of those you know um what is it song platforms
1: streaming platforms yes sir yeah (laughs) man pleasure talking to you ryan i'm gonna go ahead and let you introduce the new single for the people real quick bro
2: here is ryan willis old friend by me
1: there it is man y'all turn it up you're hitting first right
4: here on the bandwagon radio let go but I guess that I was wrong This friendship we have has just gone on for too long You used to tell me everything even from the worst to best Although I was your best friend, your things are still suppressed I'd comfort you, always give a shoulder just to cry on Cause that's what best friends do, they're there for you to walk on I don't know what to do because you never want to talk But I guess you're just an old friend now You
3: are just an old friend now You are just an old no.
4: I don't get how you could lie Directly to my face You look me dead in the fucking eyes I can't believe the things you did Talking shit behind my back The lying, the betrayal The stress I've always lacked I feel like I've been backstabbed multiple times by you But you didn't care who You hurt because of the things That you went through But that is not an excuse To fuck around with my feelings That's why you're just an old friend now You're
3: just an old friend now You're just an old friend now. just an no friend now. You never can, and you never will.
4: It's crazy how you're gone now after I've known you for so long. But beggars can't be choosers. Am I wrong? I only wanted the best for you, but you never cared to listen. In the end of all this shit, I'll be the only one you're missing. Time to say bye, cause you're not in my future. The number of fakes in my life will only now be fewer. I'll just be living my life the way I always have without you. The old friend who never cared.
3: Damn. You were just in no